Any views expressed in this program do not necessarily represent those of WSIC. All systems are a go. Ladies and gentlemen, hold on to your seats. Taking care of Iredell with North Carolina State Representative Jeff McNeely is about to begin in five, four, three, two, one. Good morning, Iredell County. Hope everybody's doing well out there this morning. It's a little crisp, a little cool, but it's a nice day. We're drying out from the rain we had, but hey thankful we needed to rain it's been tough y'all so i'm starting to see some stuff actually poke out of the ground that i planted back in probably oh late october waiting an extra month on top of that so uh, things are coming around it's just like it always does the lord provides uh, a lot of things going on today this week a lot of things happened last week after my show i will say pearl harbor day was this past thursday so um you know want to just uh take a sec and just uh Think about all those servicemen and women that that lost their lives. Uh, it seems like as many many years ago, but uh, still a day to remember forever, as they say. So uh, always keep that in mind. The sacrifices made as we were attacked, and you know, nine uh, eleven has happened since then, but still possibly the greatest uh, onslaught attack uh, on the United States of America. So keep all those people in mind. Uh, did have distant kin. At, there one of them passed away at pearl harbor uh somber day december 7th but as we move into this week a lot of stuff going on uh 10th district that combines up uh, Iredell, uh guilford excuse me uh forsyth catawba yadkin and lincoln we're going to have us a new congressman in there. Don't know who it's going to be, but it's not going to be Patrick McHenry. Patrick McHenry has come out on uh, last Monday, I think it was, and I also got a cohort with me in the studio today. Uh, uh, a voice you know, a face you may see if you check us out on Facebook, but I got David Coble with me. Uh, he usually, uh, him and Senator Sawyer do a show on Friday, but David's come in today to hang out with me some and, and help actually uh, interview our very important secret guest that we're going to have on in the uh, the second part of the show. So, uh, David, glad to have you here this morning. Great, Jeff. It's great to be here. I got to tell you though, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little off kilter because you're in my seat. I and want so, to, and so, but I, I understand. <laughs> but you know, we we have to we have to get this kind of stuff. So next time you want me here, we really need to make sure my contract details are solidified. And and, and one of the key things I have to have is I have my seat. And but I'm gonna, but but I'm gonna be gracious. It's your seat. You know, your show. I'll, I'll, but we have to talk about this next time I come in. We could switch at halftime. <laughs> we might no, need to. It's all right. It's all right. We I'll, picked out all of the green. M&M's. I thought that was enough in the Well, you know, you know, obviously, obviously that and then the particular type of bottled water, tur- particular type of creamer for my coffee, mm. everything was right except the seat. But that's okay. okay. That's right. okay. I'm a gracious, I'm a, I'm a trained professional, Jeff. I can adapt. Okay. I'm <laughs> counting on that. Counting on that. <laughs> Glad to have David in the studio with us. And, and David's been involved a lot in this. We've had a lot of talks, a lot of people in the county. Um, Iredell, in my opinion, that we're the largest uh, county in the 10th district, population-wise, voter-wise. I feel like this is an Iredell County seat. So, uh, and we're going to have a man call in here probably just in a little bit and talk to us about the Iredell County seat part of it, somebody that y'all know. So he's going to call us about 11.15-ish or so and talk. But a lot going on. And, and you know, David, this kind of come out of nowhere to a point. Uh, I have heard it was brewing, but we didn't know that this was actually going to come down. And, and I really think it even surprised some of his staff. 
Oh, 100 percent. I mean, it, it did come out of nowhere. And, and a lot of I mean, you know, you and I were fortunate enough to get a little bit of a heads up before it started breaking, you know, over over the um, over the airwaves and everything like that. But it did come out of nowhere. I mean, Patrick McHenry has, you know, really represented our area for a long time. 20 years. Um, you know, then through district redistricting, didn't represent it and then got drawn back in and represented it again. Really, no one. I don't think anybody really saw this coming. If you had Patrick McHenry retiring on your bingo card, you 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 were uh, you made some money because I don't think anybody had that so it really came as a surprise but then obviously if everybody remembers when they drew the 13th district when ted bud won um they ended up with 13 or 16 candidates something insane mm-hmm. um back running for that you know obviously this week being the last week of filing i believe uh you'll see probably a lot of movement uh, oh, yeah. coming in on that but no it's it, it's it's uh you know patrick kennedy represented us well but it's it, it brings a little bit of level of excitement well I, this is going to be different for us uh 20 years patrick's been there and still a young man i think He's right around 50 years old. So, you know, I'm not sure what his next step is. I'm not worried about him. I think he'll land real softly. Uh, I'm sure. So it, it'll be interesting how it goes. Uh, hey, if anybody wants to call in, 704-873-1400. Love to hear from you. You know, along with Patrick also telling that he's going to uh, not run next year, Kevin McCarthy's stepping down. So former Speaker of the House who was deposed, uh, going to step down here by the first of the year. I'm assuming that uh, the Republican Party, of California maybe gets to a point temporarily or they may have a special election. I'm not sure. California has the craziest election laws anywhere in the state or the country, so I'm not sure how this is going to yeah, play out with the m- evidence. Much like the rest of the country, I gave up on California a long time ago, <laughs> so I really have no idea how that's going to work. <laughs> uh, it's going to be different. Going to be different. And know this, Idle's a little more than 30% of the vote in the 10th district. Uh, actually, the way it's drawn for Scythe is Right at 27%. I think they're the next largest county percentage-wise. It's not all of Forsyth, but it's probably two-thirds of it is in our district. Then you have Catawba in the 20s. Uh, Yadkin, I think, around 15-ish, somewhere in there. Lincoln, almost 20, about 18, 19. So, uh, like I said, Idle has the majority of the voters in this. Love to see somebody from Idle County. If we just knew who could do this from Idle County, this would be amazing. So we're just looking for a hero, somebody <laughs> to show up and do what they do. So hopefully they'll go ahead here. Let's see if I can get this going here. Oh, maybe our hero might hear me, my call yeah. for distress, the bat <laughs> signal, and give us a holler in. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be uh, interesting times. Um, it, I swear, it seems like for the last, I don't know, six, eight years, it has been interesting times in politics. It, it really has. Always has, but it's just gone to some kind of warp drive. Looks like we got us a caller. Let's see who we got on there. Yeah, let's see what we got on there. Pull them up. Hey, this is Representative Jeff McNeely, and I got good friend David Coble with me. Who's this? Hey, Representative McNeely, this is Gray Mills. I know that name. I'm, I'm familiar with that name I know somewhat. That name. I know. Gray. Gray Mills. Gray Mills. <laughs> hey, Gray Mills, how are you? I am doing fine. I hope you can hear me okay. I'm, I'm in the car. I'm driving to uh, Raleigh as we speak, so I hope I've got a good connection. Now, why would the representative from the south end of the county that's in the North Carolina House be driving to Raleigh on a Monday? Do you have a meeting, or you got a special something you need to do there? Well, Jeff, I'm, I'm doing something special. I am going to file for the 10th Congressional District and throw my name in the hat to run for the seat that Patrick McHenry is vacating. 
I think we found Outstanding. Our hero. I think so. It's amazing how you just put out a call and you just got somebody right off the bat. Obviously, your call is what generated this. So, well, well done, like, Representative McNeil. I well feel done. like I weighed heavy on a lot of people, and one of them said, you know, Lord, send me. Exactly. And there he is. Exactly. Like and a thunderbolt. He, exactly. So, there you go. Well, hey, brother. I know you can do this job. I know you're going to do a great job. Uh, I am so proud, uh, so tickled. Y'all, uh, Gray is my roommate in Raleigh, which means I get all kind of special privileges if he wins. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, anyway, uh, that that's kind of bittersweet. Uh, looks like I might be getting a new roommate. But uh, we need somebody from Iredell County. Gray, you've got a great track record, conservative voting. W- what made you want to do this? Well, Jeff, I, I appreciate that, and uh, I was listening to your show on the way down. I heard you all talking about it. I figured I better call in, and, and the reason, Jeff, it's just it's I'm the right person. It's the right time for me. It, it, I've got the right experience, and I've got the right vision, and I got the same values as the uh, distance. I've lived here hey, right all my life. Hold tight. Stay with us through the commercial break. We want to talk to you some more. So just hold tight. Too excited. All right, back here for the next part of the show, working towards the middle. We still have Representative Gray Mills on the line. Gray, you still there? Yes, sir. I hope you can hear me. I'm, I'm still on the way to Raleigh. We're hearing, you, we're hearing you real good. Cell tires are working today. That's a great thing. That's a great thing. Good. All right, we, and you talked a little bit there. You may want to go back and reflect on that and whatnot, but, uh, you know, why are you running, Gray? Say it again. Let us no. know. Yeah, so so the reason, Jeff, uh, you know, when Patrick McHenry announced he wasn't going to run, I've called a lot of people all across the district, all across the county. Um, you know, we we live in a great place. We've got a lot of good people all over the, the district, and I've, I've talked to hundreds, and uh, it, it's just the right time. Uh, everyone is encouraging me to do it. I share the same values that they have, and those are the values I'm going to represent when I win and when I go to uh, – Washington. Yeah, and, and you know, you've been intro, uh, instrumental for us in the House on uh, our elections this time. And, and you, you kind of come in, you know, you were there, left in 2008, was or 10, which was it? I can't remember now. Or no, was it 10 you ran? So I, I first served in the House, uh, it was election 2008, so I started my service in the State House in 2009, yep. that session. And then I ran again and won started the 2011 session and then i went home jeff uh, yeah. i um i um didn't run again until representative fraley announced that he was retiring from the house and that was 2020 so then i ran again in 2020 22 and i wasn't going to run for the house again this year until the news came that representative McHenry was stepping down and he wasn't going to seek re-election to Congress. Well, I, and like I said, Gray's been what the chairs of our election committee, and we've made great strides, especially since we got the supermajority uh, and trying to shore up loose ends that we had, and quite a few of them on our elections and how we go about doing elections here in North Carolina. So you've done a great job there. I know you're also chair, and I think, on ethics, and also I think ABC too, isn't it? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the uh, legislative ethics, you know, uh, that's a committee that I chair, but, but the election law, that's what was taking up a lot of my time in, uh, in Raleigh. And we, like you said, uh, Jeff, we did a lot of good things. I mean, you know, making election day, the date, Mm -hmm. uh, that 
ballots are due and, you know, to try to just sure up some of our election laws and then strengthening early voting. You know, that's where everybody participates, it seems like, these days, early voting. So we want to bring the safeguards and protections of Election Day to to early voting. And we did that this session, so I'm, I'm real proud of our record. I think everybody in the General Assembly can be proud of what we accomplished regarding election law. Yeah, I, I, you know, it, we've made huge steps and, and cut out the private money, the Zuckerberg money and whatnot. So, I mean, just yeah, a lot of different so things. That. Lot yes, of, sir. A lot of That's different correct. things. So just been uh, doing a good job, doing a really good job, and we appreciate your effort there leading that. I know you put forth about a 50-page bill. It started out, what was it? At one time, it was like a 12-page bill and went to 50. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so anyway. Yeah, but, it came uh, over from the Senate, and we took away, and we added. We made it better, and, and they even supported it. So it was, a, it was a good bill. It was. So great job there getting that done. And, and, and you know, people's going to holler. People are going to scream. But they don't realize that, you know, you can't eat an elephant all at one time. So we've got a lot done this time, and we're planning on doing more the next time. You know, we hope to strengthen voter ID. Uh, I think the person that's kind of uh, going to run against you in this 10th, he, he didn't think much of our voter ID law the other morning at the men's breakfast, but uh, he doesn't realize how hard that was to get passed and then actually became part of our election procedures and our laws. Gone through many court battles, everything. Yeah, it well, could be better. That's right. But I it's mean, y'all, y'all, passed, y'all passed that one during the time that I was out, and uh, it's just been tied up in courts. Yeah. It's been tied up in courts for so long, and, and, and now, though, it, you know, all of that has run its course, hopefully. We'll see. But, um, you know, we'll move forward. Well, anyway, good luck getting down there. Safe travels, and you know what, David, I'm backing him. Yep, I think I think you won me over, Gray. I, I think I think you got my vote. You got my vote, sir. I'm back. <laughs> well, you, you just made my day. I appreciate it. Thank you. We're, we're backing you. We're backing you. All right, brother. Be good. Safe we'll travels, talk. Gray. All right. Thank y'all so much. Thank you. I appreciate you letting me call in. Thank yep. you. See, man, we'll get you on here for a real interview one of these times here, real quick. All right. That sounds good. Thank you. See ya. So I think it's a, what's amazing is what a lot of people probably I think a lot of people realize, but you know maybe some out there in in uh, in the, in the listening audience don't is that Gray and uh, has not only served you know in the community inside of the North Carolina legislature, but he served the community and he and his family do a tremendous amount of charitable work oh, inside yeah. of our community, yeah. um, all across through the district. Um, just uh, you know just this past Saturday they had the Night of Impact for the Moorsel Christian Mission and have have done just amazing things in the community and. Um, and, you know, Jeff, you mentioned, you know, the individual that decided to move back over uh, into this district from the district he was running in, decided he wanted to come over here. Yeah. Um, and Car- thought it was an easier path. Yeah, thought it was an easier path. And, you know, I don't begrudge anybody that. But, you know, it's it, this. I think this is the third district that he's shopped uh, in the last couple of elections. But be that as it may, one thing you can say about Gray Mills is he knows our district. He knows our community. Mm-hmm. He knows what our concerns are. He listens to them. And he has been down in Raleigh advocating for them, fighting for them, and and, and that's who you want in Congress. You you want somebody who wants to go to Congress because they want to represent their constituencies. You don't want somebody that wants to go to Congress just because they want to go to Congress. I know. And they think it's a good gig. And Gray Mills is that guy. He has a public service background. He has a public service heart. And that's why he is going to Washington, D.C. to represent us. He's not going there because he thinks it's a great gig. He's not going there because he's overly ambitious. He's do it, do, doing it because he wants to serve. And I can say that because I know him personally as a friend. I know him as a legislator. And that is what his background and his record indicate about him. Well, and, and I'm just going to 
concur completely with that. And, and maybe a lot of people don't know, Gray is general counsel. He is a lawyer. He's general counsel for Randy Marion Automotive Group. And uh, and so Randy is actually his father-in-law, and his wife is Jennifer. So, hey, Jennifer's going to tell you said uh, to go to the polls and tell the people at the polls that she sent you there. So that means you need to vote. <laughs> so uh, you probably see her on TV a lot, very pretty blonde-headed lady. Uh, they are very invested. They own dealerships all over Iredell County, all over this whole mm-hmm. district. Yes, they uh, do. They do. They own a, 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 and they're great people. Uh, they they love they love North Carolina. They love this community. They love this county. Uh, you know, Gray's got the experience. He does. He He's got this got experience. experience. And, and you know, you may look at the other guy and he checks a lot of boxes for you. You know, that, uh, this, that, and the other. But at the end of the day. He has no experience. And, and folks, I think that's part of the problem in D.C. now, while we have such mismatched going, there's a lot of new people up there that don't understand what it takes to be an effective legislator. They can be sound bites. They can talk a lot. But they don't know what it takes to actually get the job done. Experience cannot be beat. You know, Ray's going to run a race. It's probably going to end up mirroring a lot of the same race that I'm going to run, David. Mm-hmm. It yeah. really does. Well, it is. And I think, you know, like you, you brought up a great point, Jeff. Experience matters. And, and you know as well as anyone the challenges and the intricacies and the details required to get legislation through in Raleigh. Multiply that by a thousand oh, in D.C. Mm. And if you are going into that situation cold, you've never passed a bill, you've never served on a committee, you've never had to manage constituent services, you've never actually had to go into committee room and represent a point of view of a group of people. If you have never done those things, and bear in mind, you're going to go in, anybody who goes into this seat is going in as the most junior of every single congressman that is there. And if you are going to spend the first year just trying to play catch up, if you're going in just trying to learn what it means to be a legislature, you're already two years behind. At least with Gray Mills going in, obviously with you down in Raleigh, you aren't going in cold. You understand the process. You understand the relationships. As a state legislature, you've already got relationships up in Washington, D.C. Same with Gray. So he's not going in cold. You want somebody who can hit the ground running. You want a Gray Mills up in the U.S. Congress. Yeah. You you want to be able to have numbers in your phone when you show up, not yes. getting them. Yes. Not and not them. just that. You want them to actually take your call when yeah. they call. Yeah. They want, they, they want, you want their name in their Exactly. Exactly. You want them to pick up the phone when you call. Um, and, you know, and, and, and Gray has gray has that those relationships and that ability to do that yeah all right real quick we're going to break from that we're going to go to a little quick story and then we just about be about half time we'll bring in our super special secret guest here but well i think i called this about a month ago and there's a split coming between the jewish american people and the democratic party y'all the elite ivy league schools are using free speech to be pro hamas and we saw this the other day they came in front of congress you had university of pennsylvania harvard mit these are ivy league schools or elite schools that get tons of foreign money pumped into them from everywhere, including the Middle East, and in this hearing in front of them, and then Virginia Fox, our, one of our representatives in North Carolina, she she actually ran the meeting in Congress. They just tried to play monkey business with them the whole time. They would not answer questions, and one of the questions put forth is, is 
Jewish genocide, which means killing the Jewish people, is that not some form of bullying or, or basically a problem? And why won't you stop this according to your honor code? And all three of these chancellors of these universities basically just played around with the question and couldn't Depends answer. on the context. Yeah. Well, what context is there where it's okay? Yeah, yeah. Where, <laughs> at, at what point in moment is it okay to kill people? Yeah, uh, or to call, and call for genocide. Yeah, uh, so, you know, one thing that I think we're really seeing in this, folks, and I want you to remember this term, replacement theory. Replacement theory. And I think the Democratic Party has this theory in their mind that if they keep the borders open, they're going to replace the Jewish people that are in their party. They don't care if they run them off. They don't care what happens to them. Obviously, they don't care if they're dead. Uh, with the people coming south of the border, your people from Mexico, South America, right now it could be Hamas. It could be coming from anywhere. Our borders are so wide open, we don't know who's crossing it. So understand this, folks. There's a replacement going on inside the minds of the Democrats elite that they're wanting to go ahead and willing to sacrifice. They'll do away with the Jewish people as long as they can get somebody to take their place. It's kind of scary. All right, folks. we got the second half of the show coming up here just in a little bit. Stay tuned. I think it's going to be pretty informative. I think it's going to be pretty interesting. Most of all, I think it's going to be downright special. <laughs> all right. Hang with us. We're back here for the second half of the show. Uh, I'm going to let my good friend David Coble sort of talk to our new special secret guest and and have him just tell us a little bit about himself as David interviews him. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, obviously it's, it's a voice that I'm not sure people are familiar with, uh, our special guest, but uh, I have the honor of being in studio to, uh, to interview Representative Jeff McNeely. Representative Jeff McNeely, how are you doing today? I, I am doing wonderful. It's great to be on the show. I have wanted to be on this show for years. Uh, I, it does such an outstanding job service to the community. Uh, and, 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 you know, the host is awesome. Oh, yeah. You know what? Obviously, smart. obviously legendary. I, I mean, as you know, as a, as a deeply embedded inside radio personality i see the ratings um yep. and you know and obviously i have to say you know the the other the other political folks on this show while they are fantastic i don't know that they approach your ratings to be fair well you know we, and, but we, also i want it clear when i'm on their shows i'm going to tell them the same thing well, as, long, as long as you keep the same game going as long exactly. as you keep the same thing but no but just, actually it, it, um you know wanted really happy to be in here because one of the things that you know obviously you've been doing this show for several years now you uh, started it during covid giving the community updates and things like that during that time and it sort of carried it through, but you've really used it as your opportunity to talk to the citizens, to inform them of what's going on, tell them about, you you know, talk about what you're doing down in Raleigh. But, you know, I think a lot of times there's people out there, you know, when you're doing these shows, they don't get a chance to know you, who you really are, and, and some of the things that motivate you, because obviously you were already elected when you started this show. So if, you know, talking to somebody new who might just be picking up the show today, and, you know, you, obviously you're running for re-election in North Carolina House, if somebody's just picking up uh, the radio today and turning it up and listening right now, they're one of your constituents, um, um, you know, why should they vote for you? Well, I, you know, David, I think it's real simple. Um, I have a unique skill set, I feel like, uh, being a small business owner. Also, uh, part of our business uh, is agricultural, of course. We run a feed mill. We manufacture livestock feed. And my, both my grandfather's farmed, and my dad did some while he ran the mill. And uh, once he got out of the – passed away, there was just no way to, for me to farm and do this, too. I didn't have the, enough manpower, let's put it that way. But still no farming upside and down the other, and uh, I love it. 
uh, all about agriculture, but also embedded in our business is a trucking company, too, that hauls the products, and so uh, really deeply invested in trucking also. So got to know all those aspects, wear many hats. So that's life experience, you know, and, and been doing that for, oh gosh, like 40 years now, uh, running GNM milling out there in downtown Loray. Uh, lived here all my life, so I know Ardle I know County. I, I know my district. I know pretty much all the people that's lived here anyway. I know them and learning a lot of the new ones that are moving in. Um, I started back in 1999 because I felt the need for service to help my county. I, I love it. Uh, I love where I grew up. I, I've been here all my life. Like I said, the only time I wasn't living here was when I was in Raleigh going to NC State and, and still back and forth. So uh, just know the needs of Iredell County, know the people, know the geography, and, and it's very unique. You know, Iredell County is a, a, a very, very unique county. We're uh, number four. 13th, I think, in population. We're number 10th. And growing. <laughs> yeah, and growing, catching. We're number 10th in gross ag receipts. So there's no other county that I know of. Union might fall in there somewhere, but there's no other county quite like Iredell and the size of, uh, uh, and the fact that we have this many people, but yet we still have a strong agricultural presence. And agriculture is number one industry in the county, just like it's the number one industry in the state. And so, you know, after being on the planning board for 16 years and, and they're helping trying to do land plans to make sure that there was room for agriculture always in Iredell County, but yet we still were able to grow commercially and get businesses in here and also work in the residential sector of it. And, and we filled the county up from the bottom to the, you know, starting at the bottom going up. So I, I apologize, David, for how long it took you to get here with the traffic. I can't help that. <laughs> I fully, I fully, I do not blame you for that. I okay, do not blame you for you. that. It's, I, a, it's, a, it's in people down at Moore's. I hear of like in 2013, they had some horrible commissioner on there that just loved traffic and voted for everything. I don't know who that guy was, though. <laughs> He's gone on to great things. But anyway, uh, you know, so, so, you know, 16 years planning board, uh, ran for commissioner in 04, missed it by about 450 votes getting in, come back, ran in 16, come in second, won, uh, served on there three years, opportunity come, uh, Rena Turner, who's done a great job for us in the House, she decided to step down. Uh, I, I was one of three that they looked at, and I was a unanimous pick by the executive committee to go and serve out her term and ran in 20 and 22. And, and all that is is I'm on 24 years of experience working with Iredell County and the people in Iredell County and serving them in some form. So service is real important, I feel like, and it always has been in my family. My father did many things as far as communities and clubs and whatnot and church and this, that, and the other. I always was on boards and led, and, and it's just in our, my blood. That's all I can tell you. And it's just part of giving back. I think if you live here and you enjoy the fruits of the of what people have done for you in your county and in your city here at Statesville, that, that you owe that back to your community to try to Get involved Absolutely. and do what's right. Well, and one of the things you bring up, you know, Jeff, you you, it's interesting. A lot of people start, uh, you know, start small, uh, you know, and then go bigger, right? And you actually started with a countywide focus as a planning board member, and then as a county commissioner, and then sort of went, you know, smaller because you focus on, you know, the the northern end of the county with your district and everything like that. But one of the things that has always impressed me about um, the way that you work, and and you and uh, you know, Representative uh, Gray Mills, who represents the southern end of the county, Senator Vicky Sawyer, who obviously 
that has the entire county, and then uh, Representative Mitchell Setzer, who's got just a small uh, portion of Iredale County. All of you work really well together in keeping a broader Iredale County focus. And I think sometimes that gets lost in a lot of places because some people just keep a singular or district focus. But you have actually done a great job keeping a great focus on your district, but also looking at Iredale County as the whole. And obviously, that background as a planning board member and county commissioner really helped prepare you for the partnerships that you have to build and the work you have to do countywide. Because the needs in the southern end, very different than the needs in the northern end. And you guys have worked really well together in cultivating, you know, the uh, the necessary, you know, getting getting stuff done in Raleigh to help mitigate those things. Well, and we like to call ourselves Team Iredell. And that's how we approach everything as a team. Uh, and, and you know, from being a county commissioner, when Iredell County's name is mentioned, my ears, I perk up, you know, because wherever you're at, I don't care if you're down on the very end of Barley School Road in Trump National or if you're up at the very tip top in Turkey Foot, you know, you're Iredell County and I'm going to try to do my best to take care of you. That's, that's what I know. That's the only thing I know. Uh, I, I love my county. I don't care what part of it it is. Uh, you know, my family originated from down in the Mount Ola, Mooresville area. The McNeely's come up through there, ended up uh, living over in the West Idle area. Uh, I always say I married a girl from the East Idle area, and I go to work most days. It was a turf war, right? You, yeah. It was like it was like a Romeo Juliet kind of yeah. thing, right? You know, they, they, had, they, they wanted you to bring the East and West Idle together, right? I guess. <laughs> so I always say, you know, like I said, I've, I'm, I'm, I've come and been and in every part of the county, and, and most days I'm all over it. So, uh uh, and, and watch it grow. And, and you know, it, growth maybe ain't perfect that we've done, but I swear uh, it's not bad. Uh, and and it's made county viable. And if you look uh, till this last couple of tax bills, pretty tough. But <laughs> we kept taxes in line and still been able to provide the needs. And uh, Iowa County is a great place to raise a family and and start a business <laughs> and and do. And you know we try to get help people get through the red tape a lot of times of of, of getting businesses open and building. And, and that's part of the job I've done as a county commissioner, even on planning board, but now especially even as a House of Representative, I help try to make the path smooth, whatever I got to do. If it involves Raleigh or even still involves back talking with locals to try to get them to do stuff in different departments, I'm, I'm involved. You are I'm absolutely. Involved. And so like from an overall district perspective, right, because like like we mentioned, the needs of the southern end, even though you help with all those, you do have a district that you represent. Um, it is, you know, the needs there are very different than obviously Representative Mills's district down in the southern end of the county. So, you know, going forward, right, um, you know, just, uh, uh, you know, passed a budget um, a couple of months ago, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of money came into um, Iredell County, um, into your district to assist with the uh, needs and things like that. Merry so, Christmas. Yeah, Merry, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and folks, and, and, you know, to make things clear, you want representation that brings money back to your district. That's, that's what you want. You need your stuff. And you guys did a great job with that. But with your current district, you know, with what you brought in now, inside your new district, what's the next challenge? What, what are the next things that you need to address? Well, it, it, you know, David, and, and like I said, not so much in Statesville and, and in District 84, but in the whole county, it, it, it's transportation. It's transportation is going to be critical. We have got to finish this cloverleaf. We have got to do it. It's eating up our region and our district money because uh, of the overages, and, and it's putting behind uh, getting roads repaved. It's putting behind projects that, that need to be done in this district. So we've got to finish it. So I am pushing, pushing, pushing from Raleigh and internally everywhere I can to move this forward. And and luckily, uh, you know, I, I'm one of the chairs on the House Transportation Committee uh, and also one of the chairs on the House Ag Committee. So that, that those two are big, big 
you know, they're big committees. We have a lot of people on them. There's a lot of money moved around. Agriculture, number one uh, industry in the state, and transportation uh, is right there at it. And the huge expenditures we put out every year. So my job is to help oversee that. But it also gets me into the game with trying to make sure that Iowa County is not being left behind. And when I was a county commissioner, I served on CARPO, which is your Charlotte Regional Transportation Project Organization. And and what that did, basically, it it helps a lot, the federal money that comes down. And so we share with Charlotte. Unfortunately, we share probably more than I want to with Charlotte, but we do what we do. Uh, You have to form with somebody, and we chose them. And so I got to see how the federal side worked and see how the STIP works. And the STIP is the Strategic Transportation Improvement Plan. And 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 you have to get into that plan and get yourself situated and, and get in line, as they say, and score and work and do. So there's a lot of things to get involved. It's very, very technical. Uh, takes a while to get this figured out and pick up. Uh, luckily, like I said, being a county commissioner, being on the planning board, seeing how we had the plan plans for the counties, two different ones, uh, that's all helped. Yes. That's all helped. I don't have to go back and reinvent the wheel. I was there when the wheel was being invented. And so I think, like I said, uh, it, you got to know that that hiring somebody, well, that's what you're doing, folks, when you vote for me, you're hiring me to do a job. I know how to do the job. I'm not going to have to go to technical school. I'm not going to have to do these things. <laughs> Technical school's wonderful, but I'm not going to have to do these things. I'm ready to go right now. I've been there. I'm ready to finish it. I got jobs. I got projects out there, stuff we got to do. 100%. You're listening to Take Care of Iredale with Jeff McNeely. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Taking Care of Iredale with Representative Jess McNeely and, I guess, guest interviewer David Cole for the day, uh, for the show. But uh, we've been talking to Jeff, um, even though it's his show, talking to him about uh, his candidacy for the 84th District, running for re-election, talking to him a little bit about sort of his vision, his experience. Um, you know, and Jeff, I think, you know, one of the things that um, is interesting about, um, you know, when we were, again, on the same thing, I guess, of experience, is um, with Gray Mills um, sort of moving on into the Congress, we'll have a new representative in the south end of the county. Um, and obviously, that's somebody that you will work with. So with, you know, Gray moving out, obviously you had a, uh, other than needing to find a new roommate uh, when he's elected, you're going to have to find somebody for that. But, um, you know, talk to me a little bit about sort of how the dynamics change now that uh, with, with, you know, with, with one of your partners sort of moving on to the U.S. Congress, hopefully, um, and then having somebody new coming in from the Southern end. Well, you know, it's going to be interesting. Uh, when I first got there, John Fraley was representing the South end and John, you know, here I came, even though I'd been on the planning board and been a County commissioner, it's a learning curve. I mean, and, and I've been actually been the, the county commissioner that worked back and forth with our legislature. So I was the liaison between us, our board, and went to Raleigh at least once a month and, you know, thought I knew something <laughs> and, and and had to learn a lot. I did. And John was able to take me under his wing and, and, and you know, great man, good friend, taught me a lot really did, uh, and showed me the ropes and introduced me to everybody and got me in, and, and that really made things wonderful. It really did help me get up to speed faster and faster, and he would tell me, no, don't do this. Yes, you can do that. And and, and just learning, because there's a lot of... And a few of, times you probably listened. And I did some. I did some. <laughs> and, and looking back, wish I'd listened more. Don't we all. Hindsight's twenty twenty. But that really helped. And so now uh, we're going to have somebody, I feel like, that's never served in the House, running from the... Uh, south end of the county and i'm willing and and more than ready to to help them get acclimated down there and and get ready to go because i need them Mm -hmm. they're my teammate 
They're my teammate. And so I think this has made my election uh, even that much more special to a point because I'm the experience that we need to have down there, not only to represent the 84th district, you know, west and east and North Ireland states, Troutman and above, Harmony and Love Valley and everywhere else, but you know, I, I, I'm there also to make sure that the South End uh, gets taken care of till we get this person up to speed and, and help them. Well, and once again, we're back to looking after the whole county. Well, and, and 100 percent. And I think, you know, just as, by way of background, um, you know, with the way it works, it's, it, you know, just like it's going to be um, with, you know, um, Representative Mills, he'll be new um, in Washington. Whoever comes from the South County is going to be new in Raleigh. And when you're new in Raleigh, right, the, you move up the food chain, if you will, for chairmanships and influence and relationship and stuff like that, the number of years of service you have, that it, it, it takes, takes time. time. And so if Iredell County is, is going to have a new person in the South End, a new person in your seat too, we're not, we, there's no experience there to bring it up. I mean, all of a sudden now, all of the shoulders is on, you know, uh, you know, Mitchell Setzer, obviously, who has a very small portion of the county, and then Senator Sawyer. We need that extra experience, you know, that you bring in and, um, and time inside of Raleigh to be able to ensure that all of that, like your show says, taking care of Iredell, that Iredell is taking care of in this situation because you already have chairmanships, vice chairmanships, you've built relationships. And to be fair, as, as we saw coming in, relationships when it comes budget time and experience come budget times means dollars for your districts and dollars for your county. Oh, yeah. And those and given the critical infrastructure needs we have in Iredell, it's essential that we have those things. I mean, we you, the, in the three budget cycles I've been there, I've watched our money grow, grow, grow. And a lot of it has to do with the relationships you build. A lot of it has to do with the good work that you do. And, and, and you got to, you know, people don't know you. You show up, they like you, you may look fine, you may dress good, you may do all these things, but in, until they really know you, you know, as the old saying, until they, they know, they don't care what you know till they know that you care, mm-hmm. you know, you got to help other people get their stuff too, because everybody has wants and everybody where they're from, you know, wants to represent. And so it's it's not you just go there and I'm going to do this and I'm going to, no, 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 there's 120 people in the House, there's seven, uh, 50 in the Senate, 170 people you got to work with, you're just one. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's, you're not going to get there. You know, I always tell everybody, I feel like I'm a turtle on a fence post. I didn't get here by myself. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of help. I had a lot of help to get to the top of that fence post. And, and I'm, I'm there, and, and I, and I want to stay there. And from there, I can help Iredell County. And so I think right now this is just going to be a, an amazingly critical election in a lot of ways for not only our country, our state, but Iredell County. And, you know, I tell people uh, – you may think I've done a great job. You may think I haven't done a great job. I think if you look real hard, I have. Uh, you may like me. You may love me. You may not like me. You may hate me. I don't care. Unfortunately, for those that do that, I'm still the best candidate for this job, hands down. It's no, I, there's, there's no question, no question at all, because I bring 24 years of experience in here. I know what I'm doing. I know what we need. I know how to get it done. I'm the one that you know, the name that you've heard, the experience you need, and the one you can trust. No, absolutely. And with the time that we've got left, real quick, a lot of folks in your district uh, got a little Christmas card from you a couple of weeks ago, and uh, you had the uh, on the back of one of the things I know that you've been very open about talking about is your faith, uh, your love of Christ, and you sent out a, a, a mailer um, a card to folks that had the Advent um, on the back of it, and um, and everything like that. Have you gotten good feedback on that? I've heard several people uh, mention how much they liked it. I, I've gotten really good feedback, and and I'm not saying this so you keep Jeff McNeely beside. 
beside you or whatever, but uh, it makes a great uh, bookmarker for your Bible. Mm-hmm. And I pray you, you you put it there and and then open it up and, and read your Bible and, and move that bookmark forward every day <laughs> so you're reading more. Uh, I, you know, uh, it's going to get crazy. Here after Christmas, New Year's is over, and we're gonna be, we're gonna fall into the political game that we always do, and in this elections, and it'll be good, it'll be bad, it'll get dirty, it'll do whatever it is. You know, I'm a, I try to always stay above the fray and run a good, clean campaign. I think that's what Jesus Christ would ask of me if I say I'm a Christian, and I am. Uh, but right now, we need to focus, and we need to focus on something bigger than. Jeff McNeely or whoever's running against me or or whatever, we need to focus on who can bring this country back from the turbulent times that we're in now, and, and, and that's Jesus Christ. Um, and I'll be glad to tell anybody he's my Savior, and I hope he's yours. If you don't know him today, you, you need to know him because you can't go out of the house without him. No, definitely. And uh, so since we are in the Christmas season, real quick, um, what's uh, is there any like particular like family tradition you've got? Like, Do you out cut your own tree? Are you a fake? That's what I want to know. Like, Let's get down to the nitty-gritty here, Jeff McNeely. Are you a real tree guy or are you a fake tree guy? Well, I'm going to tell you what. We've <laughs> always been a real tree guy, and I've gone and I, I've gone to other places and cut it. I worked with when I, my son and I was a scoutmaster. Uh, Troop three forty eight used to do Christmas trees, and I, gosh, I don't know how many trees I hauled, cut, uh, done whatever. Uh, we always had it, but my wife every year. Love you, Sam. Uh, sings in the katana at our church, and I swear we'd put the tree up, and within a week or two, she'd start having issues, allergies, and couldn't hardly sing, and would get up that morning and struggle. So about two years ago, we bought the fake tree. It looks good. It's a good-looking fake tree. I'll give it to her. And uh, she hadn't had those problems since, so it looks like we're on that path. Uh, I think we just got to a point in our life where we're, we're getting old and feeble, maybe. I hey, don't know. You know what? You got if, if, if the wife is singing in the cantata, she got to have her voice, uh, uh, and allergies allergies can kick you, no doubt about it. Uh, open presents Christmas Eve or Christmas morning? Uh, actually, a little bit of both, because uh, my wife family and my family, so what we do, we do uh, Family presents the night before, uh, and each one give. And then Santa Claus, he still comes to the McNeely house. He likes us, I hope, and I pray he does and keeps coming. Uh, so we get presents on Christmas morning that Santa brought. And so we always look forward to it. I make sure I don't build a fire the night before. I don't want him to have any issues. Absolutely not. Chip. No, and a lot of people might say, you still believe in Santa Claus? Absolutely, because like my parents always told me, the moment you stop believing in Santa is the moment he stops coming. You know? and, that's, and nobody wants Santa to stop coming. And, and I'll tell you what, <laughs> if you don't believe Believe in Santa, then it's hard to believe in Jason Sane, and he gives a lot of presents too every year about this time. So there you go. <laughs> Absolutely, favorite Christmas Carol. Uh Silent Night. No, that's always a good one. Like, I, 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 I was, you know, assuming you do uh, do the Christmas Eve service at church and like do. that, and we we've done that, and you know, uh, every every church, every Christmas Eve service I've ever been to, you know, always ends the night with you know candles and, and Silent Night, which really makes the season just fantastic. But non-religious Christmas Carol. Uh, favorite Santa baby. No, oh, I tried Jeff. to get my wife to sing that to Jeff. Come on, Santa baby, really? Come on. I, I, I try to get her to sing it. She won't do it. She yeah. Do it. See, my favorite's always been Grandma Got Run Over by Rain. Well, that was a good one too. That was a good one too. <laughs> so obviously, uh, you back in Raleigh at all, or are you home uh, for the holiday? Actually, uh, I don't have to go back for the next week or two that I know of. I've had some ones want me to come down to come to different things, and it's just real hard to get out of the district. Uh, I'm going to a Greater Carolina event tomorrow. We're going to look. 
look at electric vehicles tomorrow morning. I'm actually going to another thing in Concord, uh, part of my transportation thing with Copart. Uh, they're they're one of the largest uh, uh, salvage vehicle sellers in the world, and they have all kind of different locations here in North Carolina. So they want me to come and tour that. So I got that on the schedule also. Well, I mean, this I mean it's that time of year, right? You want to make sure that you can get through um, everything, and uh, you got to see all the people and everything like that. But thanks for letting me have come on the show, and thanks for allowing me to interview you. I enjoyed that very much. But um, appreciate your service. Appreciate all you're doing for Iredell. Obviously, if I could vote for you, I'd vote for you. But um, since I can, I'll make sure I encourage others to do it. But uh, Jeff, thanks for your service, and thanks for all you do for Iredell. Well, David, thank you, and you do a great job with Vicky's show. I appreciate you having coming on my show and, and talking to me because it seems a little weird to sit here and just keep playing yourself. So <laughs> I, I wanted David to come in, but I want people to understand how important this election is and how important this is to me. Uh, I've got a lot of bills still out there. I've got a lot of things I want to do and help Iredell County, and I'm just getting good and started. So let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, dear Lord, we do ask for you to be with us, lead and guide us, and, and you're going to put in place whoever you want to have this position, Lord. I pray you look at me and, and think that I'm worthy. Uh, I just pray you be with us, but let us always remember this season, why we celebrate it. Thank you for the birth of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior. And in that, I will pray, amen. All right, folks, take care until next time. See ya. You've been listening to North Carolina Representative Jeff McNeely. Join Jeff again next Monday morning at 11.05 for Taking Care of Iredell on News Talk WSIC.